All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll-free, our number is 800-941-SHAWN if you want to be a part of the program. Wow, we are loaded up today. This is now day two that the Manhattan Grand Jury has been canceled. Again, they've been canceled. They supposedly were going to bring in yesterday a new witness and, and have new developments. Um. And this is getting very, very interesting. Now, all the reports that I have seen are talking about major chaos, controversy, uh, disruption in the Manhattan DA's office. And by the way, for good reason, there's been information that has come out this week that has been game changing as it relates to their desire to indict Donald J. Trump, even though that was the big campaign promise of Alvin Bragg. We'll play it later in the show. We've played it before. Um, you know, what we're now discovering, and this is the this is the funniest news aspect of the day regarding this, is that, you know, the media is now kind of trying to hint that um, uh, Donald Trump's arrest announcement was a hoax. Um, now we find out that Alvin Bragg is openly blaming Donald Trump for creating the false expectation that he would be indicted. Bragg's direct accusation is is a lot stronger than any media hinting about a Trump indictment. Remember, this is the guy. We are not going to be intimidated. That was the beginning of the week. Today's Thursday, the end of the week. Uh, so anyway, I have I have a lot of details as it relates to this. Joe Tacopina, the president's lawyer, will join us today. Uh, Senator Rick Scott's going to check in with us today. Uh, and we, we just got a lot going on. So here's what happened. And this is interesting. And this is a, a Reuters story, New York Times story, reporting on uh, Trump's looming indictment. This was March 9th and 13th. Donald Trump didn't pull this out of thin air. Now, if you remember when I came back, I, I was off on Monday. I came back on Tuesday. I've been following it, every single aspect of it. And I came in, I said, I think all weekend long, the odds that I thought Donald Trump was was going to be arrested was either eight, 98, 99 percent. And by I think it was Tuesday, my memory serves me well, not that old yet like Joe. I'm getting there. Um, I said then it went down to about 72 percent and dropping precipitously last night on Hannity. And by the way, if you want free tickets to our audience show, it's at Hannity Mike Pence is in studio tonight. Joe Tacopina is in studio tonight, so it's going to be a good show. Uh, we'd like to think every show is a good show. Thank you for watching. Uh, but anyway, so uh, it's it's last night I said it's 50-50. Pick them. Today it's way below 50%. It's been dropping precipitously. Now, a lot of it is due to new information we got this week, some of which was broken on my television show with my interview with Bob Costello. I think it's devastating a direct contradiction to a convict by the name of Michael Cohn, admitted liar, serial liar, you can even say. And and you have this guy, you know, Bob Costello contradicting everything that Cohn is saying. Cohn is supposed to be the star witness in this case. All right. You have a convicted felon, uh, admitted liar as your star witness. Good luck with that. Juries don't like liars, I can tell you that. Just like if you go to jail and you're a rat, prisoners don't like rats and they don't like people that attack children. And those are the two most hated people among prisoners in jail. Anyway, they have their own code. Anyway, so it was the New York Times. 
It was not Donald Trump that first started spreading the indictment claims led by the Pulitzer Prize winning author of a phony story, Maggie Haberman. Now that Alvin Bragg's, you know, get Trump grand jury. Remember, he ran on a platform that he was going to go after one man, one family, one organization. That's the Trump organization when he was running for Manhattan D.A., just like the attorney general of New York. And she ran on getting Trump one man, one organization, the Trump organization and one family. And they have both followed through on that campaign promise. So it shouldn't surprise anybody. But that's not equal justice under the law. You know, that's uh, show me the man, I'll show you the crime. That's looking at the person and targeting them. You can indict a ham sandwich, but apparently Alvin Bragg can't convince the grand jury that he has a strong enough case. And now that, that is a mere impossibility, although his track record, when he does try felony cases, he only wins 49% of them. Well, I'm sorry, he loses 49% of them. He wins 51%. That is the lowest rate in the country. That is a disastrous track record. You know, imagine if you played an individual sport like tennis and you lost half the time. You're not that great a player. You're not a dominant player. You're not that great a lawyer. The guy before him, I think... Uh, uh, Vance had, you know, close to 70%, 66%, I believe was the number. Anyway, so now that Alvin Bragg's get Trump grand jury appears to be unraveling before our eyes, Bragg himself, this is the giveaway. Reuters is now quoting Alvin Bragg is saying in a letter to the House Judiciary Committee's request that Bragg testify, and this was due today, we had Jim Jordan on the program last night, uh, about the handling of the Trump case, Bragg Complained, quote, Donald Trump created a false expectation that he would be arrested and his lawyers reportedly urged you to intervene. Really? How is it that Donald Trump created the false expectation about him being indicted? The big announcement that he would be arrested was first posted on Truth Social Saturday morning. That's March 18th. A full nine days before Trump's arrest announcement, the New York Times reported on March 9th, nine days earlier, quote, the Manhattan District Attorney's Office recently signaled to Donald Trump's attorneys that he would face and could face criminal charges for his role in the payment of hush money. By the way, if you're a Democrat, it's called an NDA. If you're a Republican, it's called hush money. These type of settlements happen every single day. They're called nuisance lawsuits. And, okay, you're going to have to spend $300,000 on lawyers or give this person $100,000 and make something maybe embarrassing, whatever, go away. Happens every single day. I wouldn't be surprised if Bragg's office, even before he became Manhattan DA, that they probably have numerous ones themselves. Anyway, putting that aside, that he could face, this is what the New York Times is reporting. I'm, I'm certain that Alvin Bragg likes and trusts the New York Times uh, but the DA's office is cited as having signaled to Donald Trump's attorneys that he could face criminal charges for his role in the payment of hush money uh, to Stormy Daniels. The strongest indication yet that prosecutors are nearing an indictment of the former president, according to four people with knowledge of the matter. The prosecutors offered Mr. Trump the chance to testify. Remember that the next week before the grand jury that had been hearing evidence in the potential case, the people said such offers almost always indicate that an indictment is close. It would be unusual for the DA to notify a potential defendant without ultimately seeking charges against him.
But the New York Times story that was instantly picked up by every media outlet all over the world, you know, just to hammer the point home, four days later, the Times reported for a second time that Trump was about to be indicted under the headline, Michael Cohn testifies in grand jury as Trump indictment nears. Now, that's March 13th. Trump didn't talk about it till the 18th. Anyway, so if you go to the New York Times, March 13th, Michael Cohn, crucial witness, Manhattan DA's criminal investigation into Donald J. Trump, testified in front of a grand jury on Monday as prosecutors near a likely indictment of the former president. His appearance is one of several recent signals that the DA, Alvin Bragg, is poised to seek an indictment of the former president for his role in paying hush money to a porn star in the days before the 2016 presidential election. That second New York Times story confirming that a Trump indictment was imminent came five full days before Trump himself reacted on Truth Social. And then Trump wrote, the far and away leading Republican candidate and former president of the U.S. will be arrested on Tuesday of next week. Protests take our country back. By the way, we went through all the examples. You know, Kamala Harris, they're not going to stop. They won't stop. They shouldn't stop. We're not going to stop. You know, and then tweeting out the, the bail fund for the guys, you know, being arrested in Minneapolis. And by the way, then the comments of AOC and every other liberal Democrat. Oh, no, protesting is fine. Fake news. Who says you have to be peaceful at CNN? But they forget all that part. All right. Tuesday's gone. Wednesday's gone. Today's Thursday. Somebody might want to tell Joe Biden today's Thursday. It's not Wednesday. It's not Friday. He doesn't get to go to his house at two in the afternoon Friday. Anyway, that Donald Trump will be indicted. Now, two big things happened this week. One of them, I believe, that impacted all of this is the testimony Monday before the grand jury of Bob Costello. Bob Costello came on my TV show this week, and I, I, I did something I hardly ever do. We changed the show because what he was saying was so powerful, I did not want to cut it short. So I had to cancel guests that were scheduled that night to be on the program. They were very gracious about it. And we let him tell his full story. He told the story that Cohn told him he paid Stormy Daniels on his own. He said that after contemplating suicide, that Michael Cohn was suicidal and talked about him thinking of jumping off a roof, uh, that Cohn told him he doesn't have anything on Trump. That's what he said. Let's play it. And I said, Michael, think about this. Don't answer it quickly. You, this is, you said that you are, were up on the roof ready to jump. And I'm telling you that there is a way out of this if you have information. It has to be true. What do you have on Donald Trump? And that's when he started with the same litany that he used for the rest of the two hours. I swear to God, Bob, I don't have anything on Donald Trump. I wow. said, do you have I said any information on the Trump organization? The only thing I know, said he, is that some money was missing from the Trump inaugural uh, ball or something like that. And I said, is Donald Trump involved in that? No. Does Donald Trump know about that? He said, no, he didn't know about it then. I don't even think he knows about it now. But the point is, when somebody is is really thinking of committing suicide and you're offering them a legal way out of this, if he had any information about Donald Trump, that would have been the one time, even for a serial liar like Michael Cohen, to to fess up and say, well, wow. I know this or that because I'm, I want to save my own hide. But he didn't do that. And the statement he gave us was very but, similar to that statement that you just read. 
Now, that guy spoke to the grand jury, and he said a lot more on my TV show. Uh, and he said that he volunteered information and that it was clear that the DA didn't want to hear or cover or let the grand jury hear. And then he said this. He said during a two-hour meeting, Cohn would rant. Listen, listen to this part because he just said, Cohn said to him, he had nothing on Trump. Then he said this. And I especially made one point. I pointed out to them that during that first two-hour meeting, Michael Cohn, who, as I said before, was pacing back and forth, would suddenly stop in the middle of whatever he was talking about and turn and point his finger at us and say, I want you guys to understand, I will do whatever the F I have to do. I will never spend a day in jail. He said that at least 10 to 20 times during that two hour period. It was it was a bizarre mantra, but it made it clear to us that Michael Cohen was saying, I will lie, cheat, steal, shoot someone. I will never spend a day in jail. Well, what happened? He did spend more than a day in jail. And who does he blame? Not himself, even though counts one through seven related to times that uh, before he even met Donald Trump. So he blames Donald Trump. So the two big things that interview and him appearing before the grand jury and telling them that coupled with the letter that we revealed on this program yesterday from Michael Cohn's attorney from February of 2018, that has now taken this case and turned it way upside down. They can't charge. They can't. Him, look, he's not a a convicted felon. He's not a serial liar, an admitted serial liar like Michael Cohn. He will give direct Evidence contradicting everything Michael Cohen says. They're done. This letter adds, you know, it's like the cherry on top. I'll explain that when we get back. Uh, Listen, I tell everybody, pay your taxes. You better pay because they'll come after you. Anyway, the IRS has one job, and that's to collect your money, the taxpayer, and they have practically unlimited power to do it. You can't hide from these guys. The tax deadline is right around the corner. If you owe back taxes or if you didn't file returns in years gone by, it's not a matter of if the IRS is going to take action. It's a matter of when they will take action. You need to call our friends at Rush Tax Resolution. Look, I've been talking about Rush Tax Resolution and all the money and headaches that they have saved you, my listeners, for years. Now, the pros at Rush Tax, they know how to deal with the IRS in win. If you're an individual or business owner and maybe you're behind on personal income tax payments or payroll tax payments, our friends, the experts at Rush Tax, can protect you and your business today. That's why they have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, a zero-complaint history, the only one I trust and recommend. Give them a call. Remember this number. It's 800-299-8077. 800-299-8077. Their website is RushTaxResolution.com. And here's the best part. Uh, they will give you a free consultation, and if they can help you, uh, they'll only take their case if they know they can help you. That's 800-299-8077 or rushtaxresolution, one word, dot com.